Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Friday edition of Fantasy Sports Today. It is championship weekend, bowl games underway, NFL games to come tomorrow. We got a lot to get to. Fantasy Sports Today starts now. Fantasy Sports Today. afternoon welcome in this is fantasy sports today craig bish with you here flying solo along with my producer and the host of at the betting window sean guastamacchia happy holidays to all and a merry christmas coming up a happy hanukkah soon a happy kwanzaa after that festivus for those of you celebrating Hope you guys are having a nice December as we close out the fantasy football season. Here we are. It is championship week, and I am fortunate enough to be playing in one championship this weekend. I would love to tell you and lie like everybody else that I'm in all of my championship leagues, but that is not who I am, and that is not uh, what I want to do. How in the world did I have Lamar Jackson in a league and not play for the fantasy championship? That's a story I'll have to tell another day. But uh, I'm playing in one this weekend, and ironically and strangely enough, what's what I think is the wildest part about this fantasy football championship weekend, maybe, uh, maybe it's just recency bias, and I haven't really thought it through. I think a lot of people who are playing in the championship are going to basically know before Sunday where they stand. It's crazy. I'm seeing so many fantasy leagues and so many fantasy league champions. Somebody put this out the other day that like 50% of, of championship leagues have McCaffrey. Of course, I'm an owner of McCaffrey in that league too. I get it. But what percentage of people have Winston going into sun, uh, Saturday? And I got to tell you, I owe Sean Guastabaki an apology because at the beginning of the season, he and I would go back and forth and back and forth on Winston. Yes, and we it's have. kind of yeah, like, and, and it's interesting, Sean, that I think that it's like you were 55% right and I was 45% right. I kind of feel like that's, like you, you sure, do win the you. battle, but you, but you didn't win the war, you know? No, like but the I, battle in fantasy yeah. yep. is yeah. correct. He's a great fantasy quarterback. He's a horrible Regular quarterback, you know? Correct. That's that's the way that I see you. You can't throw 30 picks in an NFL season and survive. It's yeah, I, I don't think no you're 100% wrong. I, you're right. I mean, he throws too many picks and pick sixes, too. And so, yeah, it's valid. So, yeah, he does throw for 450 yards, though. He does, and and that and that is that is the difference between fantasy and reality. Like, as an example with Winston, and I'm carrying Winston into tomorrow with Perriman which is the point. Like a lot of people have Kittle. A lot of people have Winston. Uh, you're going to know going into Sunday. But specifically as it pertains to Winston, 
If Winston, you told me tomorrow his numbers are 275 yards and I knew nothing else, I would say not to play him. Because I know that there's going to be picks. I know that there's going to be fumbles. And, oh, I take it back. If you're playing in a league that uh, gives you negative points for that, if you lose a point for a fumble and you lose one or two for a pick, 275 is not enough for this guy to get the job done. But I got to say, in my fantasy league, and this one specifically, imagine having Lamar Jackson and Winston. I, I mean, crazy. But uh, played Brady through the first, uh, let's see, uh, 12 weeks of the fantasy football season. And I can't play him again. I want to give everyone out there another strategy that I'm doing with my team tomorrow for those of you who are playing in the championship. This is very important. If you know who your starting lineup is, and you have bench players on San Francisco, on the Rams, on the Bills, on the Patriots, on the Texans, and on the Bucks. If those players are on your bench and you're not using them, and you know this going into the game, like the 1 o'clock Eastern game starts, and you have uh, Watson, you picked him up to block somebody because you didn't want him to get him, the second wide receiver on Tampa, if you don't know what I'm talking about. You have O.J. Howard because you have him, and you don't want somebody else to have him. What you need to do is in most leagues, you need to cut them before the game. You need to cut them. Because all you're going to be doing is carrying them over for no reason. And if some crazy bleep happens on Sunday, and, and it could be a one in a million, but you never know. Guy just doesn't show up to the, to the field on Sunday. And there you are sitting with O.J. Howard as your backup tight end. And you had, you know, throw in a Waller, let's say. I mean, let's hope it doesn't happen to Waller. Let's say Waller just decides he's not going to go to the game on Sunday, right? And then you're like, oh, no problem. I'll just put, I'll just put in uh, – Oh, O.J. Howard. Yeah, he's uh, already played. So make sure you exercise that tomorrow before the games begin. Cut all the guys that you're not using. And maybe it's just because I have a bunch of them that I've noticed this, but I think it is super important. And also in your flex spot, if you have anybody playing on the Chiefs, Bears, Vikings, or Packers, put them all in the flex. Don't have them as your starters because, again, you don't know what's going to happen Sunday night or Monday night. So that's a big part of, uh, you know, certainly what we're doing here on Fantasy Sports Today is getting you ready. But coming up next is time for the opening drive. And our final opening drive here on this Friday before Christmas. Again, we are uh, live here on Fantasy Sports Today, noon to 2 Eastern time. Full-time fantasy takes over at that point. Uh, our days off next week, if you're a loyal listener to the show, Christmas Day we will be off. There's also a ch chance we'll have, like, the best of the year in fantasy. I'm thinking of putting that together for you guys, too. Always a fun, interesting show to do that as well. Uh, updates from around the league today. We'll have all of those next as well. You guys know by now, Josh Jacobs, the rookie for the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. I guess I can call him the Las Vegas Raiders at this point. <laughs> um, not going to be playing Curtis Samuel. Uh, missed today's practice as well. Matt Patricia came out a little while ago and said, carry on Johnson will be smart, quote, with their usage. Why in the world would you pick up carry on Johnson to play him this week? I don't know. And then what do you make of this Dallas-Philly game, the big game in the NFL this weekend? Prescott not practicing again. Lane Johnson, the right tackle, not playing again. Whoever loses that game is, a, is just going to get destroyed by their fan base. And I can't wait for it. Opening drive is next. Don't go away. You're on Fantasy Sports Today.
Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. Fantasy Sports Today presents... First play from scrimmage. The opening drive. The first play of the game. From the opening play and all the way for a touchdown. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish with you here on the show. Hope you guys are having a great Friday as I am here, of course, on Fantasy Sports Today. And uh, at this point, everyone's getting ready for your fantasy football championship. Sean, are you in any championship weekends? Are you in any championships coming up this weekend? Fantasy? No? Yes? Maybe? Okay. Uh, We'll get back to Sean in just a minute. All right, so let's uh, start off here. Let's start off with first down. First down has got to be the rise of Skywalker. And I think at this point, it's safe to say that the movie is getting great reviews. It is getting poor reviews. Why can't we just enjoy these Star Wars movies for what they are? Everyone wants to go back and they want to pretend like, oh, like, you know, A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. Like, like everyone holds these to these standards, you know? But those, we're just never going to get back to the to those. It's not going to happen. Now, look, the, the, the thing is, is, look, they have made some really good uh, movies since then. Uh, Rogue One was really good. Everyone's enjoying The Mandalorian, of course, on uh, uh, on Disney+. Plus. But I, I think we just got to quit with the back and forth and back and forth. It's good. It stinks. It's good. It stinks. The movie was good. It was entertaining. It was two hours out of your day. It was two hours out of your life. If you have kids, I'm sure they will like it, too. But for me, I think that uh, I'm just so tired of hearing about how people either like or they do, or they you know, dislike a movie. And, and that just forces you to think twice about going to a movie. Nobody ever wants to hear that. I try to stay away from those kind of things, those uh, spoiler alerts. That's for sure. All right. Uh, here on second down, uh, this is something that you never want to see. And this happened, uh, I believe really, really early this morning or last night. Uh, The Pittsburgh Steelers, their safety Cameron Kelly was arrested outside a bar in Pittsburgh Southside Friday morning for two counts of making terroristic threats and one count of resisting arrest. Uh, He was being disorderly at at what's called Mario's Southside Saloon. When Kelly had to leave, he became very confrontational. Uh, Steelers have not yet commented and he has been the starter at free safety for the majority of the season and um you know he plays uh, you know he plays pretty much a lot for the Steelers so we'll see what ends up happening if they you know have to suspend him or or do something like that but the Steelers play a huge game against the Jets coming up on uh Sunday uh, so that is second down. Uh, what do we got here for third down? We got the bowl season. Oh, yes, we got the bowl season. Now, coming up a little bit later on Fantasy Sports Today, what I am going to do is I am going to give you a preview of the two games today. 
and the I believe it's seven. Is it seven games tomorrow? I don't know. It's a lot of games tomorrow. And then the lone game on Monday. Let me break this down for you guys. Bowl season is awesome. It reminds me a little bit of the NCAA tournament, March Madness, where you get all of these games at once. And you know that after these two teams play, that their season is over. So everything is basically on the line. It's a lot of fun. Now, deciphering how some of these teams feel going into these games is uh, another thing entirely. But I would say, in my opinion, that this is probably uh, some of the fun time of the year to really start paying attention to college football if you haven't because I am going to be all over this over the next couple of weeks. So really interesting for me as well. So that is indeed on second down. On third down, we have the NFL playing on Saturday, right? So just when you thought that you were going to get a full college football day without NFL, lo and behold, great decision by the league to have not one game on Saturday night. Remember when the NFL used to play like an er two games, like an early and a late game, right? And then what they did is they did like two late games. Well, this year they've decided to have three games on Saturday. Uh, Houston and Tampa Bay, you talk about playoff implications and fantasy implications. They're all over in this game. Houston is a three-point favorite at Tampa. So many of you who are playing for your fantasy football championship this weekend either has uh, a share of Tampa or a share of Houston, probably. And that probably will end up being the best game of the day, I would guess, tomorrow. Bills and Patriots will play at 4.30 Eastern. And Buffalo is a six-point underdog in this one with an extremely low total of 37. And by the way, I like the under even more in this game, too. You're just not going to see a total lower than this in the NFL. Maybe a 36. I don't think that I've, I've seen anything lower than 36 ever. But uh, New England's had problems scoring. Buffalo, we know, plays great defense. Buffalo, we know, first down run, second down run, third down run. That's pretty much what they do. So the NFL doing a good job there. And then the third game is another possible playoff matchup with the Rams and 49ers. So you really couldn't ask for much more with college football going on and pro football. And you have uh, involved in the six teams that are playing, five of them are still active for the NFL playoffs. And that's exactly what you want to see. So uh, I'll be watching all those, all those uh, games tomorrow. And then on fourth down, boy, who would have thought this could possibly be happening? where Francisco Lindor, who you could make the case right now, is the best shortstop in all of baseball, certainly the best fantasy shortstop in all of baseball. You may say to yourself, wait a second here. What about Corey Seager? What happened to him? Why is he not there? What about Carlos Correa? What about him? Who would have thought that Lindor two years ago would be considered that now? But he really is. And there are a lot of teams trying to acquire this guy including the Cincinnati Reds as a potential team being one of them. The Dodgers are always going to be in play. They probably don't get it done because they never do. But the uh, Reds, the Dodgers, and even the San Diego Padres, who already have a shortstop there in Fernando Tatis Jr. So uh, 26 years old, 40 doubles pretty much every year, very reasonable in terms of salary, and you get them under control for the next two years to try – and help you win a championship, Francisco Lindor has got to be one of the most coveted players in all of Major League Baseball. Do I think that he'll be traded? Man, it seems like there's a lot of smoke, there's fire on this one, but I think Cleveland would 
be much better served to not make a rash decision on this one and then come the Major League Baseball trade deadline, reconsider their option. So that's uh, that's kind of the way that I see that for sure. Um, I got to tell you, there's a couple of other things. I know this doesn't um, pertain to first through fourth down here on the opening drive. There's a couple of other interesting stories that I did want to point out here uh, on the show today. The uh, It's so funny to see this here because every year it's this extra sort of uh, football discussion. And the XFL is coming pretty soon. And they, these guys are basically saying it's going to be competitive football. It's going to be fun. And I cannot see this thing lasting. But, man, they are getting some run here. for It was a trade Adam Schefter reported yesterday. But there's no way that uh, I'm going to be sniffing any of this. But uh, I did want to mention it because it was on the uh, topic of discussion list for today. All right, so that's the opening drive for today. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, Coming up next, we'll play a little trust or bust. Let me set you up for the rest of the show. At uh, 1240 Eastern, I don't know if you missed this great interview on the morning after, but uh, Steve Gutenberg, you know Steve Gutenberg, actor, 80s, 90s, today. He was on the show on Monday. We're going to play that interview back for you. In the second hour of the show, we're going to recap all of the college football bowl games going on this weekend. I'll give you some picks. Hopefully you guys can get down on those. Jamie Eisenberg joins us for two segments for the final time this season, by the way. This is it for Jamie. Jamie's making his final appearance of the season here because we don't play Week 17 around here. We don't do that. We'll have some picks against the spread, but we ain't playing no fantasy football in uh, in Week 17, that's for sure. So Jamie will join us, and then we'll have some two-minute drill, and then we will get out of here. Don't forget, you can follow me on Twitter, at Craig Mish. You can follow us on Twitter, at FNTSY Radio. And as always, please like and subscribe to this show. Very important. If you're just a casual listener tuning in today and you're like, wow, Craig Mish is on FNTSY Radio hosting a two-hour show every day. Yes, I am. So why not subscribe to it? And then uh, we'll send it to you every day. Just go to your podcast. Type in my name, M-I-S-H. Type in F-S-T. We'll send it to you. Download the FNTSY app. You got it there. We'll be right back with more after this. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. Do you trust me? Trust. Do you trust me? Or bust. You are so busted. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish back with you. And good to be with you here on this Friday. And going to check out for the weekend. Watch some bowl games. Watch some football. We're getting closer to baseball as well. Uh, we bring in our producer, Sean Guastamacchia. Sean, we got some trust or bust for today. It's championship weekend, so I suppose you can't, like, go to the waiver wire and grab somebody who is on another team, right? Like, you kind of no. have to deal with what's on the waiver wire. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty yeah. much. You ready? All right. Well, uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's try and run through these here real All quick. Right. Do you trust the Buffalo Bulls to cover the seven-point spread against Charlotte in the Bahamas Bowl in a couple hours? <laughs> 
throw a curveball uh, at you. Uh, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. No, 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 no. Let's do it. Let's do All right. it. Um, no, 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 no. Um, historically speaking, I like to go with underdogs in the college football bowl season. And I think that that is probably the way to go in both games today. Okay. Yeah. I, I would take them, and I would also take Kent State. I wow. understand that, uh, yeah, I mean, look, Jordan Love is, you know, had, okay, in terms of his rating and his performance this season, you would say that he was the most overrated quarterback in the college football season this year. Yep. Utah State wasn't good. Utah State was not good this year. And he year. was 17. Kent State's yep. not good either. No, they stink. Six and but, six. Right, but you know, who wants it more in this one? Utah State's been to bowl games eight years in a row. This is eight out of the last nine years. This is the worst bowl game they've played in. Right, I Kent, think Kent State, State has a chance to win. Yep, uh, I think Jordan Love will light it up. Pun intended. I don't think so. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, all right, so here we go. Oh yeah, I know. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, what was up with that? Uh, well, he was charged with what possession of marijuana. Yeah. Yeah, you know yeah. what's going to happen? Here's my prediction: is that we're going to get to the game tonight. They're going to come on the air, and they're going to go, "Well, here's a big announcement: Jordan Love suspended." For oh, the if first that happens, because I, I have Utah State actually covering. Oh, do you? Six and a half. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, right. I, well, oh, good luck. I have time to change that. All right, <laughs> right. You can always change it. All right, let's go. Yeah, Trust or bust. All right. You mentioned Jameis Winston lighting it up uh, as far as passing yards is concerned. But he has no receivers left. I don't know. Evans is gone. Godwin is not going to play this week. Um, do you trust O.J. Howard this week? Mm, good one. Good one. Uh, yes, I trust O.J. Howard uh, to catch five balls for 50 yards, which is, I don't know, is that winning you a championship this yeah, week? I'm not sure. No. But what are, what are the other options? There aren't a lot of other options. And, and Sean, I have uh, O.J. Howard in a fantasy league. But I also have Andrews, okay? So you know who I'm starting this week. I'm starting Andrews. So Correct. basically what I'm doing is, is holding O.J. Howard until, um, you know, 12.58 tomorrow. And then I'm cutting him. And then I'm going to add uh, another tight end just in case Andrews decides not to go to the game tomorrow. And that's it. But, yeah, wow. I, I think 5 for 50 is reasonable. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's move on. Uh, speaking Yeah, I trust of, him. So you trust him. All right, tight ends. Jacob Hollister, Seattle. Do you trust Jacob Hollister? Well, isn't there this this uh, narrative? That, and it's not narrative. Isn't this the, the the stats show that whoever plays against Arizona at the tight end position ends up scoring fantasy points? Is that that's that's a thing, right? That, that that's happened all year long. Yeah. So I'm gonna say to start Hollister for sure at tight end, no doubt. Um, I would guess Hollister three catches, forty yards, touchdown against the Arizona Cardinals. So he's a trust for me. So it's a trust. All right. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, I think that's a good, one. good pick for you. All right. You want to do some receivers here? Whatever you want, Sean. Right. It's your show. Adam Thielen. He's been, you know, hasn't been playing, but should play this week against uh, Green Bay. Yeah, he played I, last week, didn't he? Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah, he did. Well, he didn't do much. So, I mean, no, how about against the Packers? Are you trusting them this week? Trust or bust, Adam Thielen? Uh, uh, Adam Thielen is a bust for me. Uh, Thielen really needs a week off, and hopefully he'll get it in week 17 so he can be ready for the playoffs. Uh, for me, uh, Diggs is the only guy to start there uh, at wide receiver. Diggs, uh, Jamie Eisenberg, we'll talk about him a little bit later, has had some good success playing against the Packers and has caught some long bombs for touchdowns against the Packers. So we're going to go with trust on the side of Stephon Diggs, and we're going to go with Bust on the side, uh, sadly, of Adam Thielen, who had a disappointing season. All right. Um, speaking of receivers, Mike Williams. 
Chargers. They oh, play yes. the Raiders. Trusting I like Mike him. Williams. Oh, all right. Yeah, I, I got to say that this is a player that at the beginning of the season I had no interest in whatsoever. And I think going into 2020, uh, I'm going to be all over this player. I really, really like the way that he plays. I like the fact that you could throw this guy a jump ball and he's going to out-jump two small defenders and catch it. Uh, I'm in. I'm in for sure on Mike Williams uh, this week. I'm in on him week 17, and I'm in on him in the future, provided the Chargers have somebody who can throw the ball next year because I don't know if Philip Rivers is going to be back with the Chargers. I think it's 50-50 at best. Ooh, if that happens, that would be huge news, big news, because I think uh, Philip wants to play one more year, don't you think? So, yeah, that would be big. I, I mean, I think the Chargers have to draft a quarterback. Absolutely. I mean, they have to. Yep. It, it doesn't have to be in the first round. Because Tyrod's not to. the answer as the backup quarterback, Tyrod Taylor. Or Toronto, whatever the hell he, however he pronounces his first I, name. I, I, if I was the Chargers, I'd bring him back and start Tyrod Taylor with a rookie. And i have the rookie sit out like, like Locke and Greer have all year. All right. Well, Chargers got to blow it up, man. They just, they, they're so disappointing. So Melvin Gordon's gone then. Gone. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, speaking of um, Anthony Lynn and Tyrod's former team, the Buffalo Bills, they play the Patriots. It's safe to say you, you don't trust John Brown this week going up against Gilmore, right? Their number one receiver. How about uh, Devin Singletary there, running back? Do you trust him this week against the Patriots, D? Boy, I'll tell you, it's interesting with Singletary. Just as I was starting to trust him, he fumbled twice in that yes, game last did. week. Oh, yes, he and, did. And I, and I think that Singletary is still going to get the touches, but I think old man Gore is going to sneak back into the conversation this week. So I'm going to say bust on Singletary. Uh, he has not had a great rookie season. I think that 2020 Singletary was probably going to end up being drafted as an RB2, and I think that there's a lot of good reason to be optimistic with that. My guess is Singletary will be a... Uh, second or third round pick in fantasy, and maybe I'm feeling a third round pick in fantasy. But, you know, someone will jump up and take him as their RB2. That's yep. the way that he will be. But, um, you know, th those fumbles, they're not going to tolerate that <laughs> played against the Patriots. So I think the goal line carries are going to Gore. I think Singletary rushes uh, 16 times for 83 yards and catches two balls for 10, but no touchdowns. Is that championship worthy? Probably not. I think it's a bust. All right. Uh, let's go to the Browns. Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, we no, always never. Mentioned. You ask me every week <laughs> I know. About this I was guy, gonna, and I, I tell you the same say. thing. It's championship week. How many I mean, weeks do I have to say bust? Bust, uh, bust, 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 bust. Don't start Beckham. You're nuts. All right. He's, he's, he hasn't done it. He's never done it all season long. He's had one good game out of 15. One. That's true. It was a, like a primetime game. Guy. Yeah. That was a primetime game. Cannot too. start Beckham. Landry is startable. Beckham no, I was going to say, Landry? All right, so that's the only yes. one? Landry's, Chubb? Yeah, Landry is your flex. That's fine. Chubb, of course. Yeah, Chubb, of course. Yeah. All right. And that, that's why that's why the Browns are a disaster. You have, like, the second best running back in the NFL, and you're going to go 4-12? and 12? It doesn't make sense. You can't, it doesn't make any sense. You, they got to be better than that with the ability to run the ball like that. And this is not a Washington Redskins, just we don't want the other team to touch the ball type deal. Uh, you know, they get into the red zone. They make mistakes. They, they have bad play calling. The Browns need to just – Browns need to keep all the guys they have and find a new coach. I would not overreact if I was the Browns. I wouldn't trade Beckham. I wouldn't trade anybody else. I wouldn't do anything. Are you trusting uh, Le'Veon 
Bell this week against his former uh, team, the uh, Steelers? Um, Leon Bell. Uh, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to go revenge factor on uh, Le'Veon Bell. Yes, I'm going to say Le'Veon Bell puts up 15 fantasy points this week. Yeah, for sure. Jameson Crowder? Receiver? Trusting him? No. No? No. 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 Steelers D is good. Yeah, very good. All right. Um, I I would say so. All right. Dak Prescott should play. He's nursing a bum shoulder. By by the way, aside from trust or bust. Yep. And look, you you watch a lot of football. I'm not saying your picks are bad or good because I don't know. I haven't followed you all year. But what what do you think happens in that game, Sean, on, on Sunday? Which I mean, one? The, it, it, Cowboys does, Eagles. Doesn't it? Doesn't it feel like we should all take Dallas and they're gonna lose? Like that's that's <laughs> the way that I think this is gonna happen, right? Like uh, Dallas is the easy pick that loses, right? Yeah. Like well, the Eagles are gonna win. The team I'm right? picking, yeah, I'm, I'm picking Dallas. Yeah, I think they're the better team, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't and, be surprised. And, but if the they're Philly's lost. gonna win, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, Philly's gonna win. We're all gonna take Dallas. That's Philly's the way it's struggling. Win. I mean, I I don't I can't I, I'm staying away from that game. To be honest with you. If, <laughs> if I had to pick it, if I had to pick it, I'm going with the Dallas Cowboys. How about that? Yeah, because they're the more talented team. But you know something bad's going to happen in that game. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know, I know. The, the way those two teams are playing this year. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Um, try to get you one last more. One. Last one, last one. Give I want to make a Give, me a, good give one. me a juicy one. I was going to say Golden Tate. That's not juicy. Um, uh, Golden Tate, one, one great catch. No, I don't have any good, good juicy ones. I think that's it. No? All right. Yeah, we ended it there. Juicy ones. All right. It's, <laughs> well, well, you know what? We'll do one more trust or bust next week, even though it's not really relevant for fantasy. And then, um, you know, we'll, we'll get into uh, some playoff football. We've got to do a playoff football league around here. We've got one and done guillotine league type thing. All right. Well, that's our trust or bust segment for today. I wish you guys all the best. Hopefully you take some of that advice. Use it for your fantasy league this week. If not, that's on you. Coming up next, we will replay an interview. Steve Gutenberg was on the morning after earlier this week, and it's very uh, cool that we get actors to actually come on SportsGrid 2, so we thought we would play that back for you. That's coming up next. Hour number two is right around the corner. I'm going to preview every single college bowl game going on this weekend, every single one, and I'll even preview Monday night's game between UCF and Marshall. That's coming up next right here on Fantasy Sports Today. But first, Steve Gutenberg was on. We're going to play that back for you. Jamie Eisenberg, hour number two. Why would you go anywhere else? You got me for the next two hours right here on Fantasy Sports Today. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. Fun interview on Monday. One of the fun actors from the Police Academy movies, of course, and Cocoon. And uh, Steve Gutenberg's been in a lot of great movies. And he was on the morning show earlier this week talking sports, talking movies. And we thought we would play that back for you on today's show. 
All right, the morning after continues. Man, this show's just flying by today. We've spoken to uh, Kevin Sorbo or Hercules. We have Buffalo Bill, former Buffalo Bill center Eric Wood on the radar. And uh, now we've got uh, a Brooklyn uh, Brooklyn native and a man that's had a hell of a ride and a hell of a career. And um, I love I love uh, speaking to these uh, these actors um, and just learning more as I read more about their their full careers. And something I never knew about Steve Gutenberg when he first got to Hollywood, he snuck onto the Paramount Studio lot and set up an office in an abandoned building. <laughs> Steve Gutenberg joins us. Good morning, Steve. Thank you for taking the time to be with us. How you doing? Happy holidays. Good Good morning. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Thanks for me- having me. Merry Christmas. You know what's funny? We were just going over Hanukkah, and me and uh, someone else that's very ignorant, although he did go to West Virginia University, it was like, we thought Hanukkah was like eight days before Christmas, and... We've quickly learned that no, the Jewish calendar moves a little bit. So you're not dealing with the, the sharpest tools that attend here, Steve. This morning, uh, Steve. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. Hebrew school starts Tuesday morning. We want to see you both in class front row. Everything will be okay. Okay, let me ask you. So much stuff I want to get into, and this is real cool. I, I want to talk about the movie uh, with Bruce Willis, Trauma Center. Um, but you know, we played the police academy. What do people stop you the most for? Is it like, Hey, I know you're three men and a baby police academy. And does it bother you that, Hey, I've done so much over the years yet. People still ask me about police academy. Well, you know, I, I've been really lucky. I, I've, I've done a lot of movies that have worked and, uh, sort of become seminal movies, you know, whether people stop me about diner. Some people love that one, and some people love Short Circuit. There's a, a one I did yeah. with Isabella Huppert called uh, The Bedroom Window. But most people actually stop me and pull me over because my gas cap is open. You know, when I, <laughs> when I fill up, I forgot to put it on. So most people say, your gas cap, I go, do you want to talk about three men? They go, no, your gas cap is on. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like uh, it's trade plays on me. You're going the wrong way. What? Yeah. You think of God unpopular, right? You're going the wrong way. <laughs> And that's it. That's it. When, but you I've know, been really lucky. I've had a great career, so I'm very, very lucky. When they made like Caddyshack, you know, no one really knew, and it wasn't a big hit in the theater. You're doing Police Academy. You're thinking, oh, this is a fun movie, but you know, did you think, yeah, this is gonna, you know, no one really knows at the time. It's gonna turn into a cult classic, right? What was your take when you were actually doing it? How much fun was it doing it? You know, I've always been lucky because I've I've, I've been trained as an actor. You know, not as a, a, a screen presence. So you go in and you do your job, just like you do your job every day. And sometimes you get a home run, and sometimes, you know, you get a bunt, and sometimes you get a strikeout. So, you know, it takes just as much energy to make a movie that works as it does to make one that doesn't work. And I just got very, very lucky with a lot of hits. And uh, I was very, very lucky with my business manager who made me save it all. So everything's okay. Steve Gutenberg uh, with us. So tell us about uh, Trauma Center and how cool is it? You know, it's amazing your career. You've worked with so many, you know, great actors. What was uh, working uh, with Bruce Willis like? Bruce Willis is a really talented man. He's got great manners. He's got great screen presence. He knows his craft. He does his job and he goes home. My favorite type of guy. And, uh, 
We enjoyed it. He plays a hard-boiled detective trying to track down a killer in a hospital. I play a Jewish doctor who's trying to figure out why one of his patients has low blood sugar. Somehow. <laughs> Steve, I see that um, there was a world record set by you for most hot dogs made in one minute. How does that come about? Well, it's, you know, uh, it's something that I'm world famous for. I've made millions from it. Uh, <laughs> I was actually on a Joey Chestnut eats them, but you yeah. can make them fast, right? Forget about Chestnut. I forget about Chestnut. I, well, I make Chestnut hot dogs. Um, and uh, I was just on a television show in London. They had the uh, Guinness Book of World Records there and said, you want to get a world record? <laughs> I said, sure. And, you know, out of, out of small opportunities come great accomplishments. And there you go. Wow. You're really, I'd be telling him, bro, I work with Gene Hackman, all right? F off. I'm not making your hot dogs. Like, Yeah. I got a hot dog. Like, you really, you really roll with it, right? You, you know, gig's a yeah. gig, right? You're an actor yeah. and you play the part, whatever you got to do. Steve, I got to yeah, ask what? you, man, is, you know, every actor's got one, man. Is there a role or, or something that you, you might have passed on that you went, yeah, no, that was probably a bad idea? You know, I've been really lucky. The, uh, I have no regrets. Um, I, I got to say, one time I was over at the Stage Deli, and they had corned beef or pastrami. I got the porn, the corn, corn, corn beef. I should have had the pastrami. My only regret. <laughs> Wasn't fresh. That's the problem. Now, what about, uh, you know, growing up in Brooklyn, uh, the Brooklyn <laughs> Nets have sort of become, you know, the trendy team for the, the free agents, uh, but... You know, did you grow up a Nick fan, Yankee fan? Um, and what what do you think about the resurgence of the you know, Brooklyn right now? And you know, the Brooklyn Nets sort of becoming the trendy team in New York. What about Dr. J? Are you talking about the mm. Nets? What about Dr. J? Come on now. Oh, see, so um, you're you're. I actually, uh, that's your guy, Dr. J. Yeah, uh, Dr. J. That's my man, man, and Rick Barry. What about Rick mm. Barry? Come on, man. I remember. I know the good guys. But actually, I grew up. I was a. I was a Knicks fan. I was an Islander fan. I used to bicycle to Hofstra University to see Joe Namath throw the football around. And uh, you know, I love the Nets because they're actually a New York team. They actually play in New York. <laughs> it's like, like the Bills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We like to call the Buffalo, the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> Uh, you know New York's uh, real team. So, uh, what else? What else is coming up yeah, for Steve man. Gutenberg uh, right now? Uh, you've got the movie. We encourage people to check it out. And I like I like this. I'm a fan of Bruce Willis. I'm a fan of your work as well. I like your versatility. Um, so I like I like this story here. It seems like a very intense tale. But uh, we've got about a minute left here. So what else is what else you have uh, going on right now coming up? You know, I'm doing a bunch of gigs on the Goldbergs. I love Adam F. Goldberg, and I love the writing on that show. Um, and uh, I'm writing a play right now, which Julian Schlossberg is going to produce, and hopefully we'll get it to New York next year. And uh, I'm also making sandwiches in the kitchen. Mm. My wife uh, wants salami and bologna. So uh, that's what I'm making. Steve Gutenberg, Trauma Center. Check it out in select theaters and on demand. Uh, with with Bruce Willis. Continued success, uh, Steve. Thanks for joining us this morning. Thanks, you guys. Have a great day. A happy holiday. 
Uh, same to you. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Steve uh, Gutenberg uh, with us. You know, I, I never would have known dudes could world record holder for making hot dogs. Isn't that so funny? Nine. Uh, he made nine. Like I said, like, I almost feel like it's crazy. Like, you know, I think of him as the dude in Police Academy. Right. And then I look at his, his career. It's like, man, the guy was in Cocoon. You know, Gene Hackman, you know, like serious, uh, mm-hmm. serious, serious movies here. <laughs> like like uh, Miracle on Ice. Was he on the Mir- Miracle on Ice movie too, huh? It's crazy. He was on everything. He was on, uh, was he, Short Star? Like he had a whole bunch of them back in the uh, 80s, early 90s too that he ripped off. So in other words, he has a lot of money. Yeah, and he doesn't spend any, but it sounds like he's making bologna sandwiches, his own hot dogs. Yeah, it sounds, sounds like fun. <laughs> Man who dies with the most toys still dies. Yeah, I want to ask him about what yeah. it was uh, working like with, with Bubba, but uh, I was sort of blown away. I'm like, man, this guy's got quite the career here, actually. You know? Crazy, man. Yeah. All right, so um, I believe we've got Eric Wood coming up. Maybe. We hope. We've gone through two actors. Maybe we get a football player in yeah, here. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, Arrow. They said they, I don't know why they keep sending them to us, but they do. Like, you figure, like, like one of these days, like, the agent just keeps sending them from Rudy to, uh, you name it, Winnie Cooper. Like <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. You just have to get on some athlete's side now. Joe didn't get his patent and, uh, listen, who should I gamble on question? Who should have got in there? <laughs> yeah, I- I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's a good question. Got no regrets. I actually regret that. Actually, we should have asked. What's your best bowl pick, Gutenberg? Yeah, yeah. Who you like? Yeah, what's your best bowl lock? <laughs> All right, there it is. Steve Gutenberg, longtime great actor, eighties, nineties, still making movies, still doing films today. One of my favorites uh, from those Police Academy movies, no doubt about that. We'll be back with the best of the first hour, and then we dive into the college football bowl season. Right after this. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. As we wrap up the first hour of the show, here's what you missed. The movie is getting great reviews. It is getting poor reviews. Why can't we just enjoy these Star Wars movies for what they are? Everyone wants to go back and they want to pretend like, oh, like, you know, A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. Like, like everyone holds these to these standards, you know? But those, we're just never going to get back to the to those. It's not going to happen. Now, look, the, the, the thing is, is look, they have made some really good uh, movies since then. Uh, Rogue One was really good. Everyone's enjoying The Mandalorian, of course, on uh, uh, on Disney+. Plus. But I, I think we just got to quit with the back and forth and back and forth. It's good. It stinks. It's good. It stinks. The movie was good. It was entertaining. It was two hours out of your day. It was two hours out of your life. If, if you have kids, I'm sure they will like it, too. But for me, I think that uh, I'm just so tired of hearing about how people either like or they don't, or they you know dislike a movie, and 
and that just forces you to think twice about going to a movie. Nobody ever wants to hear that. I try to stay away from those kind of things, those uh, spoiler alerts, that's for sure. All right, uh, here on second down, uh, this is something that you never want to see, and this happened, uh, I believe, really, really early this morning or last night. Uh, The Pittsburgh Steelers, their safety Cameron Kelly, was arrested outside a bar in Pittsburgh South Side Friday morning for two counts of making terroristic threats and one count of resisting arrest. Uh, he was being disorderly at a uh, at what's called Mario's Southside Saloon. When Kelly had to leave, he became very confrontational. Uh, Steelers have not yet commented, and he has been the starter at free safety for the majority of the season. And um, you know he plays uh, you know he plays pretty much a lot for the Steelers. So we'll see what ends up happening if they you know have to suspend him or, or do something like that. But the Steelers play a huge game against the Jets coming up on. Uh, Sunday. Uh, so that is second down. Uh, what do we got here for third down? We got the bowl season. Oh, yes, we got the bowl season. Now, coming up a little bit later on Fantasy Sports Today, what I am going to do is I am going to give you a preview of the two games today and the, I believe it's seven, is it seven games tomorrow? I don't know. It's a lot of games tomorrow. And then the lone game on Monday. Let me break this down for you guys. Bowl season is awesome. It reminds me a little bit of the NCAA tournament, March Madness, where you get all of these games at once, and you know that after these two teams play that their season is over. So everything is basically on the line. It's a lot of fun. And we'll be right back with more fantasy sports today, hour number two, if you're listening live, or if you're listening on demand, this is FNTSY Radio 